Welcome to North Clay Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Brad, and we are continuing as our, in our devotional series of reading through the Bible in a year. This morning, we find ourselves in 1 Kings chapters 9 through 12. Uh, chapter 9 contains Yahweh's promise and warning to Solomon. The cities given to Hiram, king of Tyre, and Solomon build cities and ships. In chapter 10, we read of the queen of Sheba, Solomon's riches and wisdom. Chapter 11, Solomon turns from Yahweh. Yahweh raises up adversaries. And then we read finally in chapter 11 as it closes the death of King Solomon. Chapter 12, Rehoboam's foolish reign. The kingdom is divided. And then finally, Jeroboam's idolatry. So while things were going very well for um, Israel and, and specifically King Solomon and the blessings that God had uh, blessed him with, with the riches and the power and, and quite frankly the, the, the power temporally as a nation um, has been unmatched uh, in Israel's short history um, like it was under King Solomon. They were a very impressive uh, nation. But again, in chapter 11, we read where Solomon turns from Yahweh. And that's always, as we've uh, read up to this point, every time God's people turns from Him and uh, disobeys and, and does things that are, are not pleasing to God, um, calamity usually uh, follows. And there's a bit of a what seems to be a contradiction here uh, because we read in this section of Kings is this uh, nation that has been united under three kings, Saul, David, and uh, Solomon, has been one nation uh, for 120 years. But at the death of Solomon and because of Solomon's disobedience, the kingdom has been divided. So we read again, this promised king which Solomon is in the line of David, and this promised king, um, David is the fulfillment, temporally, of this promise that Jacob, one of the patriarchs in Genesis 49, gave to one of his sons Judah as he blessed him before Jacob dies. And he, uh, In Genesis 49.10 we read, The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until Shiloh comes. And to him shall be the obedience of the peoples. And then in 1 Samuel 8, 7, we read, Then Yahweh said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in regard to all that they say to you. For they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. Now this promised kingly line that is unmistakable in the blessing of Jacob to Judah, that the, the ruler's staff and um, the scepter all kingly instruments, all definitely pointing to a kingly reign coming from the line of Judah. And we know that, that David is uh, in this line. David is this a continued promise that God also made with David that, that, that David would not have one that would, that, that one from David's line um, would not, um, would not see a day that, that, uh, his, one of his descendants was on the throne. And then we see that Yahweh says that they have rejected you and Samuel because the, the people have asked for a king. Well, is there a contradiction? God promises a king. The people ask for a king. What is the issue? The issue is 
the reasons that the people have asked for a king. The people have asked for a king because as we've read in Judges and, 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 verse, and, and uh, prior Old Testament texts up to this point, Israel wanted to be like the other nations. They were... Um, they turned from Yahweh and they wanted to be like these other nations and, and their wealth and their strength and they wanted to uh, be like them. So their rejection of Yahweh is reflected in their asking for a king. They wanted to be a king, a king like the other nations had. They did not want what the God had promised them. So this fracture of this kingdom um, from here to... Uh, the rest of uh, First Kings and the and the balance of Second Kings, we see the calamity that ensues uh, from the disobedience and this fractured kingdom. There was a hundred and twenty years where they were a, a united uh, nation. The nation was divided into two parts. Israel had twenty kings in their history. They lived as a nation. 208 years and they were ultimately exiled into Assyria in 722 BC. Judah as a nation also had 20 kings after Solomon. That reign was 344 years in total and they were ultimately exiled into Babylon in the year 586 BC. So we see this nation is divided and they are ultimately exiled. And, and as we said a few days ago, that, that the, the, the timeline of, of Old Covenant history is, is wrapping up um, because again, 586 B.C. for Judah, that's you know, roughly 600 years before the first advent of Christ. But we must remember that there are 400 years of silence before that. So um, God revealing Himself and, and, and um, having prophets that spoke to Israel, those days are coming to a rapid close. And Israel has been dispersed from this land that was promised. God was faithful to give it to them, and now they have been both exiled um, into different nations. So we see as despite Israel's disobedience, God's providence is in His faithfulness to His promises. What appears to be a potentially devastating fracture of God's covenant nation is actually God laying the groundwork for the gospel promise to the nations. In judging this people and scattering them, uh, Israel to Assyria and Judah to Babylon, we see as we know the, the, the totality of Scripture that their spread through these nations when Christ comes and after His ascension, His, His death, His burial, His resurrection and ultimate ascension, the nations, the people that have been dispersed, come back to Jerusalem and the gospel and the church is born there that day of Pentecost. And there are many nations that have come to hear this gospel promise uh, that was fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ. So. What was judgment proves to be the seed of the gospel that will go to the nations, not just Israel, not just in Jerusalem anymore, though that is where the church was born. But from Jerusalem, it scatters through the known world. And now the gospel of Jesus Christ is going to all nations and the fulfillment of God's promise that Abraham, 
would be a blessing to many nations, to all nations, is fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ.